What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
Coach Kyer, and you are now rocking with the best. That's right. It is some Tometry Night once again. Welcome, 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 and I definitely appreciate you for coming on through. Well, Symptometry is the best health care you've never heard of. What is Symptometry Night? It's the night we talk about the best health care you've never heard of, but we talk about things from the root cause level. Because symptometry is also root cause therapeutics. Symptometry is also about problem solving. Symptometry is evolution of healing. Symptometry is curing is proven. That's what symptometry is. So, and you're here tonight to get a dose of all of that. Every other Tuesday night, we come on and we give you the facts, scientific facts from the laboratory. Not what we feel, not and, and, and I'm not dissing spiritual healers or not well my spirit led me to this and da 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 da. Listen, there's a difference between spirituality and science. And to keep it real, when you go to the emergency room with a bullet wound or something like that, you have to let the doctors do what they do. You have to turn it over to science. You can pray. Of course, I pray when I have people that are sick. I like candles. I believe in doing, you know, uh, rituals and things like that. But it's, a ritual is still a scientific formula. 
It's still a scientific formula. So tonight we're going to get into more of the expertise of what symptometry brings to the table and giving you the facts, giving you the facts about what's causing this problem. Instead of you saying, oh, I know my body. Well, then if we ask you a question about your body, like what is hepatitis F or hepatitis E or hepatitis D? And you didn't know it was anything past a hepatitis C. And where does it come from? And why are you lactose intolerant? And how many genes are there per cell? These are, these are things in the body that you should know that, that actually should be taught in elementary school. And they're taught in the American School of Symptometry. So when you say, I know my body, sometimes symptometry, we come and say, are you sure? We don't really want to embarrass you. We want to add champagne to your campaign. So tonight, the topic is going to get really, 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 really on something that touched my heart. Because I don't like when people get taken or conned. And the healthcare and the medical profession in North America takes advantage of lazy people, people who don't want to study, people who just read things on Instagram or Twitter or look on the Internet and think, you know, all every discovery that ever was is going to be put on the Internet. And if you didn't hear about it, then it's not true. And somebody's supposed to run you down and find out about it. But if you hear a little bit about it, you say, oh, that's a new thing now, so I might as well get up on it. Yeah, like fads. That's what fads are. And fad diets don't last, but diseases last. And curing is still proven. So tonight we're going to talk about, I really like how I'm coming at this subject tonight because there's a hoax going on. What's a hoax? A hoax is when you look one way when something else is going on the other way. Or when you jumped on the bandwagon with no investigation and somebody's taking advantage of you because you are a bandwagon jumper. And you don't look any further than like, a half an inch under the surface. So tonight we're looking at the gluten hoax. Man, oh man, oh man. If I hear gluten-free one more time, I'm gluten-free. Go, you go somewhere, they got menus now. The whole marketing campaign is designed for gluten-free. People come in, got an eighth-grade uh, reading aptitude, and they see gluten-free. Oh, I, I, I need that. I need that, you know, because, well, you know, if I stop eating gluten... You know, I'm going to lose weight and it's going to be detox. And all of the celebrities, whoo, all of the celebrities talk about going gluten-free. All the shows right now with the people who've had, um, what, what, what kind of surgery? Reconstructive surgery. Then they had gastro bypass surgery to remove half their stomach so they can't eat much. Then they had all kind of facelifts and stuff to cut the weight off of them, put on a little tight suit, and then say ready action. And then they want to tell you about gluten. Oh, my goodness. Tonight, we're going to get into it. The truth is going to be told about it. Because have you ever heard of celiac disease? It's an, auto dis dis uh, it's an autoimmune disorder that doesn't react well with gluten. So because you stop eating gluten products, do you cure the celiac disease? No, nope, you don't. So where does the disorder come from? And how do we cure it? Shouldn't those be the real issues? 
I'm tired of the whole gluten-free is healthy crap, so tonight we're going in on the hoax of a marketing plan that is running American consumers today. I can't do this by myself. I got to get right into it tonight. Y'all put your hands together for my first guest tonight. It's awesome, baby! All right, Coach. Good evening, Dr. Abbott. Thank you for coming on to this uh, panel tonight and joining us. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great, Coach, and I am so happy to be back here on Centometry Night once again. I tell you, it seems like uh, time just seems to, to just spread when, when we aren't able to be on with you. So, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, spending the night and spending the time this evening with you, your guests, and Dr. Nardi and Dr. Wine. Yes, sir. Well, as you can tell already by the tone of my voice, I'm a little um, – I'm a little passionate about this particular topic tonight. As well as you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the information that's out here now. Yeah, because... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because, you know, as you said earlier, the campaign has been set in motion. There's all types of uh, gluten-free stores and, and, and bakeries now because someone has celiac disease. Um, you go into the basic health food stores, and you see they have breads in there in the in the frozen food section, from black rice bread to millet bread. You know all these different types of breads. Uh, they even have uh, a bread for women, okay? Because you know things like candida, and it's just at this time it's just something new coming out because there's sun on resolve issues that human beings are dealing with right now and they have not figured it out. And so the, the next thing they have to do is just start to reduce, 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 and then make a villain out of something that is most important for all of us on this planet. Mm. It really is. So you're saying that gluten is important? That's what I'm saying. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it is it is it's essential, and even the people who protest, who say, profess that they are that they don't eat gluten, they are really consuming gluten in pretty much everything that they consume. What? Wait a minute, man! Because you're talking about my favorite celebrities. You know these celebrities acting like they doctors. You know what I mean? These celebrities, sure. these movie stars, these these. These, these TV, these TV doctors. They haven't come to, into the to the to the to the court of centometry, you know. Because at this point, I say that centometry, we have to hold court, you know, because Uh-oh. people need to listen. <laughs> well, court is in session right now, and they better get on their feet because it's going to be standing room only around here. Yes, indeed. And and that's the part I want to get into is how did you make gluten a criminal? How did you make gluten a criminal? And then the second thing is, how could how could you not go do no no more investigating and say my stomach is hurting? I must be I gotta go gluten free. I must be I must have a problem with gluten. Yeah, that, that's because of partial science, partial science, partial investigation. But you know, in centometry, the dots are always being connected one after another, 
And so when these discoveries and things are, are, are brought to light, now the rest of the planet has to, again, sit in on court and find out how this, these dots connect because we, we, we need gluten and there isn't a person that's alive that consumes fruits, vegetables, or whatever that is not consuming gluten. Wait a minute. Hold on, man. You you sound like gluten is everywhere. Well, I, I think you have another. Dr. Knight is going to be on tonight, right? Right, exactly. Okay. okay. So I think that would be an excellent alley-oop for him. Oh, well, hey, but, you ain't... You ain't saying nothing. You know me. I'm an alley you. I will toss that joker up by the by the up there by the by the rim and see can he go get it. I know he can go get it. I know he's ready. So oh, let, let me yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, he's ready. You think he's ready? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. For the founder of Symptometry, we call him Uncle N. We call him C. Bach Nardi. We call him no C. Joe Nardi. Pardon me, Grandmaster N. He's all over the place. I mean, just got back from uh, going down there with the Yamasee tribe in South Carolina. Y'all put y'all hand together for Dr. Max. It's awesome, baby. Good evening, Dr. Nardi. Welcome to the panel. Uh, good evening, sir. Good evening, uh, Dr. Wanek. Uh, good evening, Dr. Abbott. And good evening to your distinguished audience. Uh, uh, it's great to be here. Thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, thank you also for selecting such a great topic. Thank you. You this, um, Are you ready? Because I was just asking Dr. Abbott, are you ready? I just need to know, are you ready? I, I've always been ready. I am born ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start off with just a, you know, we may have some first-time listeners tonight listening to this gluten episode. How long have you been researching gluten? How much research do you have first, even before we go into, like, what it is, where is that celiac disease? When did you? When did gluten come up on the radar for Dr. Narty? Two thousand and one, two thousand and one in Portland, Oregon, two thousand and one, and that that was uh, that was uh, where I started researching, researching gluten, and uh, it took me about four years to put everything together, and that was where I decided I, I discovered that man. Uh, with, without gluten, there will be no ecosystem. Without gluten, there will be no food. Without gluten, there will be no protein. Without glu- gluten, gluten is an integral part of the grain, and it serves as it serves as uh, the heart, the pituitary gland, the lymphatic system, and the thyroid gland of the seed or the grain. That is gluten. What do people know about gluten? They know nothing about gluten. Nothing. Nothing. If you want to know about gluten, go to the laboratory. Run it through, and you see gliadin, you see gliadin and, glu- and glutelin. These are the two proteins in, uh, in gluten. The most, dangerous, the most dangerous one is gliadin. It is gliadin that is, if you are not producing an enzyme, enzyme 98, if you are not producing enzyme 98 to neutralize gliadin, gliadin will make your life miserable. So they are not talking about Instead of talking about gliadin, they are talking about gluten. Gluten is a combination of two proteins mixed with starch. That is gluten. So if you are if you are removing if you are removing gluten, well you are removing you are removing the heart and soul of the grain. 
you have to know you have to know the role of uh, uh, glutenin. You have to know the role of gliadin. You have to know these two proteins because they it is gluten that helps the seed or the grain or the cereal to germinate. Without gluten, there will be no germination. So if there is no germination, there will be no crops. No crops means no food. No food means no existence. Everybody will die. Dr. Nardi, it, right. says, it says right here in this article, in North America, the gluten-free industry is now worth billions a year. It says well, gluten- I, I, I understand it. I understand it. We are not here to prevent them from making their money. We are here to tell the scientific truth. It's as simple as that. And we have every right here in the United States to tell the scientific truth because we have the evidence to prove it and to back what we are saying. But Dr. Nardi, no, go, go ahead, go, go ahead, Dr. Abbott. But Dr. Nardi, this gliadin, um, this, this is this is a toxic part of the protein. Part of the toxic was toxic part of the protein, and is this what causes people to to have these diseases? What is called celiac diseases, where it's skin disease, whether it's digestion. It is, it is gliadin. It is gliadin that is responsible for it because gliadin, uh, according to the chromatographic test, has too much nitrogen compared to glutenin. Gliadin has too much nitrogen, and the reason the re- First of all, you have to know more. You have to know a lot about gliadin. It is spelled G for George, L for Larry, I for Ink, A for Apple, D for Dog, I for Ink, N for Nancy. Gliadin. Now, a person who is not producing enzyme 98 to neutralize gliadin will turn gliadin in their body into a tissue destroyer, a bone breaker a red blood cell and white blood cell destroyer, a wiper of neurotransmitters, and an eliminator of digestive enzymes. The problem is gliadin. There is so, there's so much misinformation and miseducation. The problem is gliadin. So how, why, isn't, why isn't a person producing... Enzyme 98. Tell me a little bit. I heard, because you know I'm going to pick up on the words when you say it. Tell me a little bit about Enzyme 98. Why is Enzyme 98 so important? And if why am I not producing it naturally? What will stop me from producing Enzyme 98? Well, well, you see, we produce many, many enzymes. We produce many, many enzymes, especially during the gestation period. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, there are pregnancies, different, there are Different pregnancies bring about different problems. Some, 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 some pregnancies are totally uneventful, and then some pregnancies are really challenging for the, for the pregnant woman. So a pregnant woman who starts vomiting, a pregnant woman who starts vomiting uh, shortly after pregnancy, you know, in the second month, in the third month, nothing but vomiting, 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 that is not good, you see, because what is supposed to go into the body so that the so that the 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 the, the, the embryo, the, so that the embryo and the and the and the later on the fetus 
begins to use it and begin to learn how to produce enzymes will not be there. The raw materials will not be there. The nutrients will not be there because the mother is, the woman is always throwing, uh, throwing up. This is the beginning of enzyme deficit in the baby. Sometimes, too, you have, uh, you have the craving for indigestibles, like clay, like charcoal. There is no nutrition in this, you know. And then this is going to stifle the baby's ability to produce different enzymes, including enzyme 98. It is the status of the woman, the health status of the woman during pregnancy that determines the amount of enzymes the child is going to produce. And shortly after birth, shortly after birth, examine or observe what, what is happening to the baby. If the baby will not, will not uh, uh, suck breast milk, find out why, whether the breast milk is too acidic or uh, whether the, the child has a digestive problem. You see, that's why we are here in symptomatic. That's what we are doing. We always, we help, we want a child to be able to produce as many enzymes as possible, including enzyme 98, from gestation all the way until the period after birth, teenage, uh, teenage years, uh, uh, young adult years, uh, uh, adulthood, and uh, middle age, and so on and so forth. Keep producing all the enzymes. So that is the problem with enzyme 98. There has been a shortage of raw materials during the gestation period, you know, when the woman was pregnant. And then if this continues, if this continues with the stomach ache, with the stomach ache uh, when, the child is a t when the child is a teenager or preteen, the constant stomach ache, the bloating, the gassiness and all that, well, call symptomatic as quickly as possible in order to correct the problem. But don't say that, oh, well, my child is not, uh, cannot digest this. My child cannot digest that. Well, eventually, your child's self will be very impoverished. I have never seen, and I will never, never see a person who suffers from celiac disease who is healthy. I will never meet one. Never. <laughs> because you have a massive enzyme deficit. Yes. Thank you. And, you know, uh, I'd like to go back and, and revisit what you said about gliadin and how it it um, the, it has a lot of nitrogen in it. And, you know, we know, you know, there's things that we study in American school that nitrogen is, the, is one of the coldest gases. It, it's very cold. And how does, you know, a, a gas like nitrogen, element like nitrogen, a, um, a molecule like nitrogen cause problems in the body. What what effects would it have on a person with too much when too much nitrogen is in something? Dr. Nari? Well, first of all, the person will be very, very, <clears throat> will be very will be susceptible to all kinds of poisons, even internal poisoning. And then the electrical pathways will break down, nutrient pathways will break down, biochemical pathways will break down. The person will not be healthy. And if nitrogen begins to mix with phosphorus, the person, the person's uh, sweat from the armpit will begin to will be very will be very will be awful. 
will be will be offensive. Mm. So this is an indication. So we have to tell people, you know, hey, you have to check your armpits here because that right there is a, is a symptom of someone who perhaps is eating nuts and think they're eating gluten free. You know, that's that's one of the biggest fallacies out here. It's like, oh, I I eat nuts. They're, they're out here, you know, making up nut breads and 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 crust, you know, nuts to go on pizzas and things like that, mixed with other other seeds. And you know, under the impression that it is gluten free, without the scientific evidence and knowledge that everything that they're putting in their body is has some form of gluten in it unless they're eating an orchid or something. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, hold hold on. Are y'all trying to tell me, both of y'all sitting over there with y'all's arm crossed, telling me that gluten is in the nuts? That means pistachios, almonds, coconuts, peanuts, all of that's got gluten in Dr. Nardin. But yes. They, 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 they must have they must have gluten because because if they, if if they did not they, you have you will not even have almonds you will not even have cashews because gliadin combines with hydrocyanic acid to protect the grain the seed or the cereal from excessive drought or from excessive humidity always it is raining or it is very dry. What is what is protecting the seed so that it can germinate? What is protecting it? It's gluten, which has gliadin. <laughs> oh boy, 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 boy. So <laughs> I I mean, it's, it's like the show is over. Like I'm really stumped. Like I don't even really know what else I can say because. You can't make it. I mean, what I'm hearing is, if you ain't got no gluten, I'm just to me, it's, it's, it's such a pretty logo. I'm looking at the logo now. It's got the little three grains growing up, Doctor Nardi. It's got the black in the background and the two five-pointed stars, and it's got the little green flower, and it says gluten-free or hold the gluten. So how would they eat? First of all, how did the leaf? How did the leaf grow? How did the leaf come there? How did the leaf grow come there? It's because of gluten. That's why you have a leaf. It's because of gluten. <laughs> so, so, so what, what? What they are saying is contradictory. Huh? And you mean that Glu- you would say, you would tell gluten glue, gluten glue. Glu- glu- Gluten glue is what makes it possible for plants to produce cellulose and, and produce their digestive enzymes called cellulase and carboxylase. You see, it is, it is gluten glue that makes it possible. In humans, these two enzymes stimulate the production of many more enzymes through the process called enzyme activation. All this is gluten. So people who don't consume foods that have gluten will not have enough enzyme activation. Mm. So gluten is essential to enzyme activation? Yes, it is. It is. 
Why is it that all these people who suffer from serious disease are so sick? Why? Okay, okay, we got to put this thing together. I got to... You got my head swimming over here. Hold on to my audience. Is everybody's head is swimming? If y'all got a question, 347-205-9089. Press 1 to get in on some of this. Um, post this on your Instagram. Tell them we're going – tell them this the gluten hoax. Put that, that's the hashtag, gluten hoax. Is this a straight-up hoax out here? Because nobody is even talking about – Dr. Nardi, I promise you. You know, I ain't going to lie to you. I didn't even know – nothing about celiac disease until I typed in gluten-free. I typed in gluten-free and then went to Google. And then Google's and, and, and then they, you know, they went and told me, they was like, you know, this is because, of, you know, gluten, going gluten-free is a way to wellness for those who suffer from a celiac disease. Celiac disease is a reaction of the immune system to the gluten that can damage the small intestine and prevent food absorption. And then it, so, so, so pause right there on that one sentence. We're going to go over that sentence right there. The first sentence part, Dr. Nardi says, going gluten-free is a way to wellness for those who suffer from celiac disease. True or false? False, false, false. I can say false 300 times. Celiac disease is a reaction to the immune system to the gluten that can damage the small intestine and prevent food absorption. True or false? False, false, false. <laughs> the common symptoms of, well, this last one I ain't even got to ask because they tell them themselves in the third sentence. Watch this. The common symptoms of celiac include intensive abdominal pain, fatigue, joint tissues, and vitamin deficiencies because the inability of the intestinal wall to efficiently absorb nutrients due to damage, then you're treating a symptom. True or false? <laughs> They're not treating the root cause. Uh, well. They're not treating the root cause. Come on now, Doctor Nardi. They're not treating the root cause. They're treating the symptom. True or false? That is correct. That is that. Is, that's why it is false. Because that's why it is false. You have to understand. You have to understand why why all these are happening. All these are happening because gliadin is allowed to roam freely in the human body. Gliadin is destroying everything. So they are talking about uh, the intestinal wall is destroyed. What destroyed the intestinal wall? <laughs> gliadin! Dr. Nardi, this whole article, there's the, the word the word gliadin is not in, in is nowhere in this whole article. Well, not, gliadin not, is not gliadin is not there because they are taking you for a wild ride. They know that you don't know things, so they can sell anything to you and call it gold. <laughs> okay, so now they didn't, wait a minute. One more sentence. They said after practicing a gluten-free diet, the symptoms will diminish quickly. Most of the time, true or false? Um, I would say fifty percent. Well, I will not. I will. Uh, that will not be a, a strict true or false. That will not be a, a strict true or false. Uh, I would say fifty-fifty. So there is no room there. There is no box there for me to check. Okay, watch this one. I got so a I, box. I, oh, oh, I got it. Let me reword. Let me reword it. After, okay. 
after going gluten-free, I will cure my celiac disease. True no. or false? No. False, 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 false. <laughs> Uh, 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 one more. Let me make sure. Uh, gluten is the is the root cause of celiac disease. True or false? That is not true. False. False. Oh. It's, it's, uh, it's lack of enzyme. That is lack of a specific enzyme. That is the root cause of celiac disease. Enzyme ninety-eight. That's it. Ooh. Okay. I need some truths. Then you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to straighten this out. What? What's going on with the immune system? Because they're saying that celiac disease is a reaction to the immune system that gluten caused the damage to the small intestine and prevented food absorption. Why are they making gluten the, uh, the bad guy? Well, they are making, they are making, uh, they are turning gluten into a villain because they don't know any better. Uh, these are people, these are people who don't know anything about gluten, and all they do is just, you know, get information from one side, from from, from one source that is totally unproven. And then they just start uh, peddling the information from, from place to place, from school to school, from country to country. That's, what, that's all they are doing. And there is no one there to stop it. The only, the only place you are going to stop this is a laboratory. That, that is the only place that's going to stop all this nonsense. It's in the laboratory. That's the only place we're going to stop all this nonsense. Of course, because the, because, because the, the laboratory, chromatographic machine, does not know me as a black person. Does not know anybody as a white person. All you do is you, you put the you put, you put the material there. It's going to deconstruct it and tell you what it contains. And then from there you continue your research and find out what it, each code means. So the impartial arbiter is the machine. The impartial arbiter is the machine. But what about the what about the blog article though? I mean, it's right here on the internet, Doctor. Not I'm reading. It. I, I'm I'm looking on the internet. Well, well, you know, you know my position with the internet already. Um, the internet always gives you things that are inconclusive. Um, uh, the uh, articles that raise more questions, and there is no one. There's no phone number to. To, to, there's no phone number to, to call for, for more clarification. So, you know, they just, leave it, they just leave it there. You know, it's not like something, a book from symptometry that you know that you are going to call a certain number or call a symptometrist who is going to give you more explanation about what you, what, what you read in the book. You see? <laughs> okay. That's the problem with the Internet. That's the problem with the Internet. You are stuck, you are stuck with what you got. Uh, well, um, this, um, who is this? It says, uh, what is her name? Uh, somebody named, uh, Jennifer Esposito. She, she was, I guess she was the reporter who like kind of broke the news, you know, and, and, and this, and that's where all this, her and somebody else, they got, they gave them credit. Said the media and celebrities bought the disease into the limelight, but they haven't listed no scientists yet, though, who bringing the disease into the limelight. It's all the celebrities. Is this a celebrity phenomenon that's being capitalized on here in our, in, in this great country of ours? Well, is this a great country of ours? But unfortunately, there are people in the country that are not so great. You know, some people know how to make money, 
but they don't know how to how to take good care of themselves. Making money is a skill, and taking good care of your health too is a different skill. Very few people, very people know how to how to get the two together. Very few people do. And oh. look at look at look at the look at the children of, of of some of these celebrities suffering from autism, suffering from weird weird diseases, suffering from uh, 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 anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa. Or, or what 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 are all these? And then who are the doctors treating them? Who are the doctors treating them? Look at what happened to Michael Jackson. You know, they, you know, they are just there. They are just there waiting. They are just there waiting. And then they have agents. They have agents who market them to these celebrities. They have agents. They are, like, they are just like NBA, NBA, NBA players with agents now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need an agent to market I... my skill. I don't need an agent. Look at, <laughs> look at all these requests. Look at all these requests that we have been receiving for speaking engagements. Look at all these requests. You know, we are not even honoring most of them. No. <laughs> okay, I got to talk about weight loss. In the same article, it says that, um, it, what is this? Uh, for those who want to lose weight, gluten-free diet is also recommended. Do you recommend a gluten-free diet if somebody wants to lose weight, Dr. Nardi? No, because all these people, uh, over, over 98% of people who, uh, who symptomatically are helped, to lose, uh, are helped to, to lose weight have never been asked to eat a gluten-free diet. Nevertheless, they went on to lose weight because we help them to produce an special enzyme that helps them to, 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 to dissolve fat very well and to metabolize glucose also very well. So you don't, need, you don't have to be on, on a gluten-free diet to lose, to lose weight. Well, maybe it's going to be a, a yo-yo diet and then the weight will come back later. But when we, when we, when we help you to, to, to get the weight off you, we call it weight shedding, the weight has no return. Oh boy, boy, boy! So, can which, which, which? I know. Do you speak about even the gluten-free diet a little bit and downside of nutrition or what to consume? Which, which book do you have that has you know some information that people can read about uh, the gluten, uh, gluten, and just this whole. Uh, we, we this is this is one of this one of the topics that are reserved for. The downside of nutrition, part two. But you see, I have so much work now that uh, uh, you know the, the chapters, are, the chapters are not together yet. Uh, but uh, there will be a downside of nutrition, part two, pretty soon. Uh, I just need more time to put everything together. But there, 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 there's a chapter on on uh, on on, uh, on gluten, and the chapter is gluten, the untold story. And that is going to be in the downside of nutrition part two. And it's gluten, the untold story. That's where you're going to see gliadin and uh, whatever all that it does, and uh, the role of uh, uh, the, I mean, gluten. Uh, gluten is not starch, and starch is not gluten, and everything. I'm describing all this is in detail. <laughs> uh, uh, now, in the uh, 
what to consume, there is a section in there on uh, celiac, the celiac diet, Coach. Okay. Yeah, and what to consume. There's a section in that. Okay, so we might as well go ahead and get to that then because we done already done. I mean, if I go any further, I'm going to drown how my head is spinning. What do we do outside of producing more Enzyme 98? How does symptometry, somebody comes to you and says, Dr. Nardi, I suffer from celiac disease. Can you explain celiac uh, no, disease? No, and- no, no, no. You know, you know very well that we don't do that. Uh, uh, we don't. Okay, the diagnosis will be, will be last. You tell us first what your symptoms are. You tell us first what your symptoms are. This is symptometry. You tell us what your symptoms are, and we, we use the symptom as a code to get to the root of the problem. So uh, you, with, the, the, with, the, with the diagnosis of celiac disease, the diagnosis could be wrong. There, there are so many wrong diagnoses all this time. So, so many diseases are misdiagnosed. You know, mm-hmm. so we go by the symptom. Tell us what you are suffering from, you know, and then we will take it from there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they are not root cause therapeutics. You know, to get a diagnosis, that's not root cause therapeutics. You know, it, that's usually from some physician or some some person who died by the cause of the disease and they named it after him. (laughs) Okay, so what if it has been identified that I do have a problem with my with the with my uh, I'm having intense abdominal pains, I got joint issues and I'm tired all the time. And and I got diarrhea, and um, I get the chills. You know, I think it may be something wrong with my mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, my mm-hmm. immune system is my immune system is weak. And uh, when I eat, you know, uh, I guess when I eat uh, wheat bread, you know, uh, and rye bread, you know, I like a little beer on the you know the beer mm-hmm. is starting to hurt my stomach. So uh, what what's what's going on? What can you do for me? Well, we, we have to start with the chemical sensitivities and the food allergies. We have particulates for that. Right away, you know, we are going to help you to build your, your enzymes. You know, and usually when people come with a litany, uh, a list of symptoms like this, there, is, there, there are always four, five, six symptoms that, they, that, that they, they are keeping under the radar. They don't want to let you know. But when the, when the treatment starts going well, then... They tell you that, you know what, even I didn't tell you about this, but, you know, this one too is gone. I didn't tell you about that, but this one too is gone. The most important is have the person to produce an, enz- an enzyme surplus or enough enzymes before, even before producing an enzyme surplus. Always start with the food sensitivities or with the chemical sensitivities. That is where you start. You know, the headaches and all that, once the person starts eating scientifically and starts uh, building enzymes with with, uh, pyri- with pyridoxin 1, 2, 3, or pyridoxin 1, 2, 3, 4, the carbon 98, and so on and so forth, and now we add the, uh, the chromic chloride, then you see that uh, there will be enough electricity in the human body, and then with electricity, everything will speed up, because when there's a shortage of electricity, things move very slowly. Why do we need enzymes? 
We need enzymes because things move very slowly in the human body. So enzymes speed things up. You know, everything must move at the speed of light. And then when you are moving at the speed of the turtle or the speed of a tortoise, I mean, you have to change it. <laughs> you said the blood is moving at the speed of a what? You said a turkey? A turtle. No, turtle, turtle. A turtle. turtle. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, some people don't know what you referencing, Dr. Nardi. So somebody's probably scratching their head saying, well, what's wrong with my blood moving at the speed of a turtle? What's wrong with that speed? How fast is it supposed to be moving? Oh, it's supposed to move at the speed of light. It's supposed to move at the speed of light. Dr. Nardi, a turtle, a turtle can't move as fast as the speed of light, Dr. Nardi. That, this, is why, this is why your blood will be stagnating in the capillaries. And once your blood is stagnating, you are going to have circulation problems. Once you have circulation problems, you are going to your your blood is going to be a magnet for for microbes, and then when you have an infection, you wonder why you have an infection. Your blood is not moving fast. What are you waiting for? Because the internet told me that I just need to do a gluten free. Can gluten can 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 gluten free speed up my blood so I at least go fast as a rabbit? How in the world can gluten free a diet speed up your blood? I mean, where is it going to, where will the nitrous oxide that speeds blood, that speeds up blood, that accelerates blood, how in the, in the capillaries and in the, blood, in the other blood vessels, how will it be produced when you are not producing enough enzymes? Is the endothelial cells, the cells inside the walls of the blood vessels that produce nitrous oxide? It produces nitrous oxide with what? You have to give them the raw materials to produce nitrous oxide before they will be able to speed uh, the, the flow of blood. You are breaking all these rules, and you expect to, to benefit from health? No, health denied. <laughs> well, okay, oh, and, when, and when health is denied, then I want you to pretend just for a second that you are, you, you, you remember you used to work as an interpreter at the UN, correct? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And and uh, there would be one delegate who needed to give a message to another delegate, right? Yes. I want you to pretend that you work for the delegate from the from the country called Sales, and yes. the Sales and the Sales they talking they talking and and but the body or the or the person their their personality don't understand their language, and so then they come to you and they say. They come to you and they tell you, they say, well, okay, well, Maxwell, this is what I want you to go tell them that health is denied. What will, you, what will the message sound like? What, what, what kind of message is the sales going to send to the person when they have came in with a, with a unanimous vote of health denied? What will they well, you, what will you well, tell we, we, we have done that. We have done this several times, especially when we know that is going is going to be incendiary when we know that it's going to be is going to cause trouble. We soften the blow by using a, a a word that will not translate exactly what the person said. Because I'm not going to tell him that I'm not going to tell the other person that he, he, he said you are stupid. All I'm going to say is that all I all, all I will do is that I'm going to say that uh, what you stated needs some fine tuning. That is that is always that is always how we have put it. So that uh, you know, there should not be any war or any any any, any, 
in a conflict between between nations. So we choose our words very carefully. So you can't. So you. So the Nigerian diplomat may have said something to the to the French diplomat about his mama, but you can't say that when you do d- d- uh, deliver. You have to soften it up some. That's correct. That's correct. We choose a, we choose a, we choose a, we choose a very, very, you know, there are so many, there are so many, we call them elastic. We call them elastic expressions. You know, there are so many elastic expressions in, in translation that, uh, that you use so that, uh, uh, you know, you don't, you, don't, you don't make things worse. Wow. So what kind of interpretation do I give somebody who swears by the gluten-free diet? They just come and say, oh, no. I'm, I I can't have gluten. What is the first thing I should say? How do I give me some elastic conversation when they say, "Oh no no no, I know my body. I can't have gluten. That's the problem. Gluten is just messing me up." What do I say? Because I want to say big dummy. I want to be like Fred uh, uh, Fred Sanford. I want to say you big dummy. But since I can't say that, I need something that um. What kind of elastic conversation can I have them to get them to realize that it's not the gluten's fault? No, all, 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 I, all I would tell him is that there is, some, there, is something, there is something you are missing. There is something you are missing, and give it, give it some more time. There is something you are missing. Then this is, this, is going to, this is going to make him more excited to know more about what he's missing. He's ready to learn more about what he's missing. And this is where, you know, he's going to warm up to the conversation. And uh, that is how you introduce the person to a new topic, to a new line of thinking. You know, because the person often they're not consuming the foods, you know, and they're drinking things like like alcohol that actually destroy enzymes. So then it makes them more susceptible to the symptoms that will be classified as gluten insensitivity or celiac disease. So that's the that's the importance of a scientific diet along with ionization. But for the most part, you know, there are sectors or groups of people who eat based upon opinion or based upon some type of what I, I'm really going to call it an ego, you know, because I eat a certain way and, and, and it's really based in that. And so and then there's a following of people. And, you know, all, you know, many times that's where they are and they won't, don't even have the curiosity to look at the science because their cells are just waiting, you know, to go into destruction mode. And that's well, in it. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm saying when, and when those cells go into in destruction mode, then, you know, that's something as well that they've been used to. So, they, you know, their parents, their Ancestors, many of them, you know, died young or had some type of, you know, major issue, and that way of thinking oftentimes leads people down the same road just based on genetic patterning. Okay, so here's another question then, because, Dr. Nardi, I know that you also work closely with scientists from the FDA. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. Well, how, if gluten is in so many things, what kind of product can you produce 
that's gluten free. Because I'm trying to figure out, you know, as a money maker, you know, I like to, you know, I want to hear about the money and stay well. How 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 are they making billions of dollars off of a product? What kind of product? I mean, what kind of things are they making? I know Dr. Uh, Abbott was naming some things off, but like, how do you make something that doesn't have gluten in it? How do you remove the gluten from a product? No, no, no. You see, it's just like, <laughs> uh, you see, how how do you remove oxygen from water? You know, <laughs> it's impossible. Either it is water or it is not. Either it is water or it is not. You know, oxygen is an integral part of water. So is gluten. But the FDA... There's not, the FDA is not bothered about all this. First, you have to know that the FDA is also a revenue generator for the federal government. Don't for, never, for, never, never lose sight of this. Never lose sight of this fact. The FDA is a, is a revenue generator of the federal government. You, before you have your product approved by the FDA, do you know how much do you know how much you have to pay for the various licenses and all that? Do you know how much you have to pay? A thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. What $1, is a thousand dollars? A thousand dollars. Don't don't go to the federal. Don't go to the government with a thousand dollars. What is a thousand dollars? Ten thousand. Know, so ten thousand. Ten thousand. <laughs> uh, well, it's okay. It's all right. And then um, when and then. Uh, they are, the FDA will only come after you when your product has proven to be harmful, when your product has caused stroke in about 50 people, 60 people, 100 people. And so, I mean, they will not come after you when your product has caused stroke in one person because there, is, there, is, there, there are always collateral reasons to explain why this has happened. Maybe the person drank drunk some alcohol. Maybe the person uh, took some Easter uh, it's, uh, uh, it's the aminophen, uh, Tylenol, with, uh, uh, mixed it with alcohol or something. So they will not come after you immediately because one person had had a stroke. But once 50, 60, 100 people have had a stroke, this is what is going to wake them up, and then they will, they will, they will put a stop to your sales by, by asking you to fix the problem. They will ask you to fix the problem. And once you are fixing the problem, they will take the prob- your product off the shelf. Once you have proven to them that the problem is fixed, you are back in business. Wow. So don't consider, don't consider the FDA to be anti-business. The, FB- the FDA is pro-business. If you don't know this, I'm reminding you now. And the FDA is not the policeman for the Food and Drug Administration. It's not the policeman. No. They have inspectors. Some of these inspectors are stationed in different, different uh, uh, factories, in different places. But how many inspectors are there for all these thousands of factories, thousands of establishments that are all over the United States? How many? How many? So they don't have enough. They don't have enough. So police yourself. They will give you the guidelines, and you must police yourself. It is only when, you, when, when there is an infraction, when there is a breach of the regulation, that they will come after you. This is how the FDA operates. 
Okay, so we got how they operate. Now we want to get back to, so how does how are these people? So what is a gluten free product then? Since since I can't take I can't take oxygen out of water, what are these people producing that they calling gluten free? Well, well, this, no nobody has ever nobody has ever sued them for 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 for, 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 for public deception. Nobody has ever sued them. So what is the point? What is the point in suing them? What is the point? <laughs> wow. I mean, and I agree. It's just like with uh, Dr. Oz just uh, um, last week or so when he was brought before Congress to testify about him endorsing certain products that were not scientifically based, but just based upon his opinion and him being a a advocate for certain companies and him being on their on on their payroll. I mean, so this is so gluten gluten free products. Those these type of claims are oftentimes they don't have any any verifiable science in the foundation of them. And and it's, an all, and it's really a partial science, and 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 therefore, there are people out here who are getting worse, and their conditions are getting worse, even though they think, okay, well, I stopped eating, you know, wheat products and things like that, so they have some decompression, but they are not getting to the root cause of the disease, and it's the enzyme deficit that they are experiencing. Well, uh, celiac disease expert from Harvard Medical School, Daniel LaFere, MD and MS, said, quote, gluten is fairly indigestible in all people. There's probably some kind of gluten intolerance in all of us. Dr. Nardi, do you agree or disagree? I disagree totally. But wait a minute. He went to Harvard. And so what? Oh, okay. Oh, I, I thought. Well, in the, I mean, they mentioned that he went to Harvard Medical School. He's a, they say he's a celiac disease expert at Harvard Medical School, and he said, gluten I don't is- care. I don't care. State the facts. Period. If you, if you say that uh, that there are some people who have some kind of glucose intolerance and all that, and you don't mention enzymes, and you don't mention enzymes and the role that enzymes play in digestion. Then you you still have you still have ways to go. Mm. <laughs> what are what are some of the best sources of gluten consumption? Because I'm just, I, I got to turn the table now. You know I'm I'm ready to do single palm change. I'm ready to go ahead. We're gonna change yeah, in this part. Right, that's fine. That's fine. I, I know. I said. I said. I said the only way you are going to know more about gluten is to go into the laboratory. That's it. Mm. If you mm. don't go into a laboratory and you are looking for a book, and you are looking for a book, well, this book must be based on what you found in a laboratory. If that book is not based on what is found in a laboratory, I will not. I will not lend credence to that book. I will not. I will not. I will not bet on that book. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, but the question still is: Somebody sent me a question and said. 
what are the best sources of gluten consumption? Since, you know, it's in everything, what are, what are, are is gluten in any of the 45 foods that are in what to consume? Yeah, I mean, if you have, any, you have grain, you have grain, you have grain, fine. You have rice, well, but we talk about basmati white rice. You talk about basmati white rice. There's gluten in it. Right, and my stomach feels good every day. That's correct. And then, and then, this, and then the, the 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 gentleman for Harvard says uh, there are some people who have some kind of gluten uh, insensitivity. There are some. We we all have some some kind of gluten gluten insensitivity. Right away, I'm telling you that it's not true. Ooh. If you know how to produce, if you know how to produce an enzyme surplus, you will not make this kind of statement. You, you're right, and I don't think he does because he used the word probably. Because and the, and there I, you I, go, there you go. You know, you know, no, you know, I, you know very, you know me very well. I don't use, I don't use these elastic terms. I don't. Either I know it or I don't know it. But to say probably it could be, I don't do that. Mm. So they're also publishing that uh, the two sentences, it says, in those with gluten sensitivity, gluten is not digested properly in the upper small intestines. Instead, it combines with digestive enzymes and is viewed by the immune system as a foreign substance. Then the immune system is triggered to attack this assumed invader, inflaming the walls of the small intestines. True or false? Their, pro their problem is gliadin. Their problem is not gluten per se. Their problem is gliadin. <laughs> Again, if you said it once, you said it a hundred times, it's gliadin? Yes. Wow. You see, that, you see they are using gluten. They are, you know, gluten here is the villain. You know, but even gliadin, even gliadin is not a villain. Gliadin is there to, to because without gliadin, without gliadin, all the grains will have been destroyed. It will have no wheat. We have no cereal. And if you don't have cereal, we don't have we don't have flour. And if you don't have flour, what? No bread. <laughs> no bread. No pancakes. No waffles. No, no pancakes. Hmm. Huh? All these, all these uh, international pancake houses, all of them will close down. <laughs> That's right. No, no, no big stacks or small stacks. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, if I go to International IHOP and they say they got a gluten-free pancake, what is it made out of? Well, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you very much. But you see. You don't ask them this question to embarrass the guy because the, 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 the man is a manager. He, he's not the one who, he's not the store owner who has been ordering all. He's a manager. He's a, he, he's, he's a, uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he, he's just a worker. You know, he's been paid. You know, <laughs> don't, don't, don't embarrass him. Have respect for the gentleman or for the woman. He's just watching over the money. He didn't make up the flyer. He's just watching over. He's just making there, sure. There you go. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Either, well, you go, either, you go there, either you go there or you don't go there. Either you buy something or you don't buy anything. That's it. No. Let's no. Be no. Simple. Keep it simple. No. 
No, no, because you told me as an American, I have the right to ask questions, though. I understand, but don't ask the person. Don't don't ask the person who is ringing. The, the, don't ask the person who is standing behind the, uh, the 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 cash register. Don't ask her or don't ask him. And if well, they, if you ask for the money, if you ask for the owner, they will tell you the owner is not here. You want so, you, you want to ask the owner what? What do you want to ask the the owner? What do you want to ask him? I want to ask him, what are these pancakes made of if they're gluten-free? I don't know what kind of answer you are going to get. <laughs> okay, well, what about if I'm at home? I mean, I mean, this is something. This is something. You, you, you are eating pancakes, and you call it gluten-free. Pancakes, and you call it gluten-free. <laughs> who, I mean, who, who, who are you deceiving? Right. It's, it's just a marketing ploy. And it's working. It's working Maybe to the tune also. of a billion dollars. Dr. Abbott, you were getting ready to say something? I'm saying they, they, they make, a lot of them are made from, prepared from oats and rice. That's primarily, you know, that they're made out of oats or some type of uh, or another grain, you know, either a, a, a brown rice or a millet. Um, it, it's going to be another grain. It has to be another grain or corn, mostly corn. Wait a minute. Uh oh. Most of most of them are going <laughs> to be be have a base in corn. My my lights is go. I got a yellow light going off on my dashboard, Doctor Nardi, when he said that. I gotta, I gotta. So now you're trying to tell me if I start to back away from gluten, I back into corn? Is that what you're trying to tell me? But you see, every, everything is possible because you see, once you are not cooking yourself, once you are, once you are not, once you did not buy the ingredients, once you are not making the food yourself. Well, you are the mercy of the person who cooked the food you are going to buy. Oh. Boy, 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 boy. This is slammed up. That's what I'm saying, man. I just, like I said, and I normally have a lot to say, but right now, I mean, I knew, I knew that tonight's show we were going to be exposing somebody, but I didn't think that they, we was going to have them, you know, running butt naked down Las Vegas Boulevard like this, you know, just <laughs> cold, cold streaking down here, you know, because I done sit here and went through this article, and I know people are just reading, you know, they just... I, I don't know how you can get by it. I mean, it's in everything. Is, is Coach still on the air? Coach uh, Kaya, I don't know if he, maybe he, had, he dropped here. Coach? Yeah. Okay. I think I think he's, he's trying to dial, dial in again or something because all of a sudden I was, I think he, he should be back soon. Okay. So actually, what we have here, 
Dr. Nardi, is 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 we are we're tearing down the myths about gluten, gluten sensitivity, and, and bringing the truth about the things that centometry offers. So, what would so being that that there there are certain things like the gliadin that protects the seed, and I have I, and I've seen in seeds where there are, you know, some there may be a small bug or something inside of a of, of a pecan or a peanut. Is that mm-hmm. gliadin? Oh no, gliadin test positive. Uh, gliadin test positive when you are doing chromatography. Test positive, you know, and uh, uh, you know it. You you know it by you know it by its shape. You know because it's totally different from uh, glutalin. Totally different from glutalin. The shapes are different. But you know we when you see it, you never know what it is. You only read the code. It's only when you are decoding it that. Uh, then you know that okay, this is called gliadin. It was named in, in the in the in the year eighteen something by somebody. You know that's that's always how you go about it. Then you read, you study more, you study uh, gliadin. Then you see what it does. You see, gliadin is not is not bad at all. Gliadin is, is very very, very it, has, it is very very helpful. So now you have people you have people who, who prefer black rice to 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 white rice and brown rice to. Uh, to, to white rice, but gliadin is in gliadin is in unrefined grains and seeds. Unrefined means what has not been milled. So if you mill something, that is where you have the, the if that's where you increase your chances of removing gliadin from the product. But there are people yeah. who say, okay, if, if if it is if it is milled, if it is refined. If it is refined, if it, you have you have taken you have stripped all the vitamins. If it is refined, but you see, this is why um, I personally do not blame all these all these uh, people who who refine their grains because even though you strip away most of uh, the vitamins, but the most important thing is to get gliadin out so that later on you enrich the flower with vitamins and trace elements that is how it is done the most important thing is to get gliadin out of the flower okay and is that inside of the tester or the coat yes it is it is it is it is in the tester it is in the tester and um so uh, uh, i i prefer i prefer white rice and those people who have who prefer brown rice do not know that uh, it, it, it still has gliadin, and then they wonder why uh, you know they, they are not healthy after eating brown rice. Yes, you know I mean, I, everything, always... is turned, everything is turned upside down. Everything is turned upside down because of this misinformation. Right, exactly. And I mean, I can remember the times when I have eaten brown rice or one of these other exotic rices that that is that is so popular, and I was it was so. It was such a labor of chewing this tough coat. You know, that's I mean, it takes yeah. time to really break down. I mean, just to mm-hmm. chew through brown rice, and only and, to find and, out. And and it's being marketed. It's being marketed. It's, it's being marketed as the best. I mean, oh, the best. oh boy, 
no, no wonder so many people are healthy. No, no wonder so many people have swollen ankles, uh, swollen feet, uh, swollen knees. I don't know. You know, there's something that is blocking. There's something that is blocking something. That's why the cells there have not been nourished. Something is blocking something. Right. Yes. And that is the that is the the, the test, of, and that's where the heavy metals are. That's and correct. That's correct. All the heavy metals and, and the insoluble fiber, which presents another problem uh, for for people who have, you know, uh, circulatory issues and and you know other problems, um, you know, you know, with their overall health. I mean, uh, digestive system um, and things like that. Energy, uh, in it, their energy level as well. So. Um, uh, this right here has really been an enlightening uh, uh, conversation tonight and an informative session because there's so many people that are using uh, gluten-free products. And, yeah, yeah. And, and so we have to use this this form. And I mean, you've came, you've come out with uh, with a with some astonishing uh, research, and we need to know that because. From what I, I'm just looking back at some of the things that we've gone on is that uh, glutalin is non-toxic and and gliadin is toxic. So they, they, they're that's always correct. A, that's correct. That's correct. And then now, then then you then, then you explain why it is toxic. You know, it gets because yes. of the amount of amount of nitrogen. You know, one thing I don't like is oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. You're fine. Yes, sir. Yeah, one thing I don't like is, you know, uh, you know, keeping people with their, I mean, making people continue life with their chronic diseases. That is one thing I don't like. You know, a person cannot walk, okay, give him a wheelchair. Then you, then you create a business for, 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 for wheelchair makers. Now you have motorized wheelchair, you know. A, right. a, a, person, a, a person cannot see very well, okay. Uh, declare him legally blind and give him a white cane. Then you create a lot of business for people who, for for the white cane manufacturers. Hmm? Why don't you ha- Why don't you help the person to be to, to be optimally functional again? Why don't you do that? Yeah. Well, if they won't do it, this is what symptomatic is doing now. This yeah. is what symptomatic yeah. is doing. Absolutely. Many people, many people don't like, many people don't like being blind. Many people don't like being uh, 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 wheelchair bound or or bed ridden. They don't like it. Yeah, yes, and 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 many people are are in in that place, and they they want some resolution. That's right. And people are people are gluten free. Instead of helping them to produce enzyme ninety eight, what do you do? Oh no, let's create a, a land of a, a land of products for. And then, uh, and, and let's call it gluten free. When you know very well that you cannot take oxygen out of water. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Well, Nora, they gotta feed their children. They're they, they just trying to feed their children, Dr. Nora. That's just you know they're just trying to, like you say, they got they got tuition to pay too. Remember, you said they got tuition to pay. Well, you are right. You are right. That's true. Thank you for for reminding me. That is true. That is true. So we should we should not be too hard on them. I understand. No, I'm just joking. Yes, we should because a con man is a con man. No matter what kind of jacket you got on, well, you got on a white jacket and a stethoscope, and what's in your, you know, your intent? Because 
I was just talking to a to a fellow student today about symptometry, and I think I heard you say that to study symptometry causes you to be a problem solver. Is that correct? Which is true. That's that's correct. That's correct. Well, that's one of our functions is to solve problems, and we have. I mean, the antithesis of that is the con man because he's not trying to. He's not trying to solve a problem. He just want to make some more money off of ignorance and laziness. And I guess he looks that at me true. and says, "That is true." He looks, yeah. He looks at me and says, "Well, did I make him lazy or did I make him ignorant?" No, but you know, that's just like, I mean, I don't know, man. That's just you lose spiritual points. To me, you lose spiritual points, and you open yourself up because the genes are recording your activity. And we had a that's period, right, we had a period right now where the genes on a mass level are watching the activities of these people that are at the heads of these industries that are making billions of dollars off of a, I'm going to just call it like it is. It's a, it's a fictitious industry, you know, because they, they, mm-hmm. they, they starting to use words like hidden sources of gluten, like gluten has been hiding somewhere, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> You know, it's, it's it's been hiding. So we want to, we, we, you know, and, and it's such a bad guy. You have to watch out. And now they're creating uh, gluten, gluten-free lifestyle coaches where I, you can just oh, coach boy. people. Oh, boy. Oh, what what you mean? Oh, boy. I mean, they they getting paid. They paid, too. So yeah, I, I I know they are create, I know that they've created they've succeeded in creating a, a huge market. But you see, one thing one thing I tell you is this: I will never live to see a gluten free person who celebrates his hundredth birthday. That's not Whoa. possible. Whoa! That Whoa. is not possible. It's impossible for you to celebrate your hundredth birthday. That's not possible. I, I will never see. I mean, all you have to do is go to go to go to Columbia uh, uh, International Center of uh, Longevity. Ask them how many gluten-free people are, are centenarians. There is none. <laughs> wow. And they say, and they say, uh, uh, gluten-free will make you uh, is a path to wellness. Gluten-free is a path to wellness. How can it be? Before, before these f- food sensitivities, these chemical sensitivities, you know, uh, some uh, a woman wears a uh, perfume and they pass it by you, they start sneezing like crazy, uh, just because he, the person is wearing perfume. Then another person is wearing cologne. Oh, don't wear cologne in my house. They don't do, what is that? And then you you have you have you have you have people you have professionals who don't know how to help you to produce an enzyme surplus or even an adequate amount of enzymes. I mean, you are going to have very serious problems because no, no body essential or, or, or brain essential is produced without enzymes. None. So in other words, you'll be digging, you, you'll, be, you'll be going deeper and deeper into a deep hole, and then you will not be, you will not be rescued. All, all of a sudden, oh, he, you have, he, he, he developed pneumonia. Uh, 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 his lung collapsed. Uh, he, he finds it difficult to breathe. 
and then they put you on drugs. How in the world can you celebrate your hundredth birthday if you if you if if, if you are if you are if you are being subjected to all these conditions? How can you celebrate your hundredth birthday? I have never seen a person who is about to die who is happy. Unless maybe somebody is committing suicide and jumping with a big smile before before landing the river or something. I've ne- but uh, in the hospitals and all that, and when you go to go to this critical care unit, and uh, you see you see they are all sad, they are all depressed. Yeah. All right. When you see these uh, people, who, these centenarians who are 110, 110, 15, they all want another five years or another ten years. You know. Uh, that's correct. Because, that's correct. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. I want to be the longest living person. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm treating. I'm treating. I just, I just accepted a 92 year old man, and then uh, when, when I told him that I will make sure, I will make sure that there will be enough help for you to celebrate another 50 years. This man thanked me so much. He thanked me so copiously. You know. And, you know, you, you see that the man is already 92, and he wants to live longer. You know, he didn't say he didn't he didn't say, oh well, I'm already 92. Therefore, uh, if I I don't I don't think I will be able to make it. Maybe one more year or two more years will be enough for me. No, when I said 50, he jumped at the opportunity. <laughs> So, you know, the thing is, coaches, now that we will have people listening to this and they will be curious to find out about symptomatry, and then once again we'll find have others who will find this and think, oh, we, they need to develop an enzyme surplus and then go out and, you know, try to buy some some enzymes at the health <laughs> You know, yeah, say, okay, it's, 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 I'm yeah, especially uh, yeah, I, I got a, I got a good laugh out of what I saw in one of the nutrition stores when I saw uh, enzymes. And I, I just, I, then I read the ingredients, dandelion and all this and all. I say then they call it enzymes. Well, I understand. It's okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't even. I don't even. Hey, it's almost ten o'clock. Y'all done came on here and gave me, if they didn't get enough out of this show right here, like, I'm just hoping that we're going to have a gluten class in the six-month course. And if, and if we don't have one before the end of this, this semester, then I know I'm going to be back next month because this sounds like a hot topic. I, I, I need, this is, some of the, this is some of the armament that I like to go out there in the world with, you know, because I need some of that elastic conversation. Because I just be wanting to look at them and say, "You big dummy," and I got to work on being more sensitive. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm working on. It. Do you have a you got a sensitive particulate? I need to work on my being more sensitive. I mean, I'm sensitive, but sometimes I just say, "I can't believe you didn't ask one more question." You could could, and I, I know I'm supposed to say, "Don't you feel that you might be missing something?" And then, oh no, 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 no! I know for sure. It's got to be. It's because the doctor at Harvard Medical School. Oh Lord, have mercy. So I'm just. I'm gonna work on my elastic conversation. I'm gonna keep on. I'm gonna keep on studying because that's the primary thing. And being able to just pass on 
my knowledge and my light to somebody else. As you say, becoming a better symptometry advocate. I want to become a better symptometry ambassador. Yeah, yeah, that, that is that, that is good. And all we do is just, you know, we share the knowledge, we share the scientific knowledge that we have, so that we so that we are all better. You know, we we are not here to put down anybody. We don't do that. You know, and uh, if somebody needs more information, we make the right information uh, if available to the person. You know, but we don't uh, we don't use uh, uh, we don't share something that is questionable. You know, we want we want results. We have taken many people off the gluten-free list. They are now eating gluten. They are now eating gluten and they are not sick. And they love it because they have expanded their food list. But the only sad thing is now they go overboard by trying to eat everything that they missed for the past 15 years. Oh, no. You see, they are so happy now they are going overboard. They are overdoing it now by breaking the rules, you know. We are not police officers. We are not there to be policing your work or your activities or your choices, but at least, you know, stay focused on what will make yourselves very healthy. That is, that is, our, that is our objective, making yourselves healthy so that they in turn will, you know, uh, uh, make you healthy indefinitely. Thank you, Dr. Narty. I appreciate you for coming tonight, for engaging us, for enlightening us, for sharing your time, for sharing your research. Dr. Abbott, I appreciate you for coming as well and sharing the panel tonight and let's get and us getting the light out. I'm not gonna hold you, gentlemen. I do want to let everybody know if you are interested in receiving a consultation from Dr. Abbott. His phone number is 336-456-9183, 336-456-9183. He can help you with this gluten hoax. He can help you clear your eyes out. I know this information came like hot and heavy tonight, so you might want to go back and download it and rewind or just call him up and get your one-on-one. You also can reach him at symptometryofnorthcarolina.org symptometryofnorthcarolina.org. And if you're interested in the six-month program that I was speaking of, please visit the American School of Symptometry.org and look in the right-hand column and click on the six-month program. I really want you to look at the entire website, but just start with that six-month program and then leave your number and your contact information, and someone will get in contact with you. If you need to get in contact with headquarters, uh, you can please check out the website, symptometry.com, symptometry.com. The main headquarters number is 708-691-4977. If your phone call is not answered immediately, please leave a message, and someone will get back to you. They do process a high level of uh, calls from around the world, so please be patient, uh, and email probably may be your, uh, one of your better options. Also, if you're interested in purchasing the book, What to Consume, What to Consume, but we don't want you to overdo it. Now, it's not what to overdo. It's called What to Consume, not what to overdo. 
And then the downside of nutrition, please visit Symptometry Books, symptometrybooks.com. You will find all of the past shows and episodes on that website as well as all of the publications that are available for sale right now as well as some book some uh, some combo packages that I would highly advise you to take advantage of. So I once again Dr. Nardi and Dr. Abbott, thank you so much for joining us tonight and I'm going to see you all in two weeks. All right? And thank you so much for coming tonight. Thank, thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Good night, all. Okay. And the hits just keep on coming. It's awesome, baby! Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.